Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Man, bum 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 Welcome back, everybody, to our um, our end of the year episode for yeah. Five Fo Chums. Everybody, it's a wrap up, a wrap, wrap, wrap up. And we're wrapping up 2023 because uh, we don't work on Christmas break. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> fuck 2023. Also, wrapping dude, it up and flushing it down the toilet. Oh, I didn't expect it to be. I, here's the thing: after 20, I remember I jokingly thought 2016 to 19 sucked. <laughs> yeah yeah and then the more... universe is like could you bend over real quick i know in yeah. in hindsight 2016 2019 were actually quite nice it was you know there was definitely turmoil that was not sure. fun like the, everything started feeling i think that 2016 and 2019 are the years that everything in the world started feeling tenuous and shaky yeah know? all the political parties in the fucking world like every it, it, everyone is going through a crazy political yeah. revolution um climate change was really like just not just so blatantly happening like crazy yeah. hurricanes were taking people <laughs> out it was really scary then yeah. uh covid happened in 2020 and then every year you're like it's gonna get better nothing can be as bad i remember <laughs> being like nothing will ever be as bad as 2020 Mm-hmm. And then they're just we gotta was. stop saying that as a people. It's it's seriously it's it's the same thing as as Matt Lillard in Scream doing the whole like I'll be right back. It's like Ugh. you you did this, so I don't know who yeah. the the like I don't know if it's enough people saying can it get worse or like what exactly I know it's like which of, character is saying that that's it's like that, that episode of Doctor Who where everyone said doctor at the same time across the universe that <laughs> was able to generate and it's somehow like power to like to do something yeah it's just like that except at the same time enough people in our world but going shitty like, yeah couldn't get any everyone's worse. saying like, fucked in the ass fucked in the ass fucked in the know, yeah or something like that you it's know. just not fun, you know not in a fun way. Not in fun no, way. no, no, no. Not in the consensual, <laughs> enjoyable way. This is not a consensual yeah. pegging. This is, this is this is the earth being like, check out what I have. My cock is a fjord. Oh my so, god. So <laughs> no. A fjord is a body of water, sir. Actually, is okay. it? I thought there was some ice in fjords. No, no. So that's fun. Let's get into geography. Twenty yeah. degree geography. <laughs> or I guess that's not geography. That's more geology and like both. It's a Topography. Top, topography. topography. That's more Cartography. like that. uh, yeah. a fjord. Um, the reason you picture it with ice is because you know fjord is a Norwegian word, or ah. it's Scandinavian. It could be Swedish. I don't know the word, okay. but it, it's there. There's a ton of them all over um, Norway, Sweden, Finland. Um, I'm sure some in Russia. And technically, technically, a fjord is an inlet or a bay that kind of comes in as a point and is surrounded on two sides, usually by high mountains or cliffs. So the fjords or the bodies of water, essentially that basically all of like in Scandinavia, a lot of cities and villages would be at the tip of fjord because it was like a man. It was like a, you know, not a man, a universe slash earth made Harbor 
that was just gotcha. like a safe harbor that broke off from the main sea so the sea the waters were calm and you could fish and put have trade and all that so that was a fjord okay I've made the argument that, and also that has something to do with size, because if you want to get really technical, let's get I, technical. I, I don't. If it's just a pointed inlet, then I feel like Long Island Sound is technically a fjord, but okay. I think it does have to have a certain height of of things on either side. I'll, okay. I, or I can make it up. It just be the fjords I've seen have steep cliffs. Maybe it let's is make it up. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throbbing yeah. misinformation is not going to look it up. Why do that at the end of the no. year? So, no, come on. So, yeah. here. We don't have time for this. So that's a fjord. Uh, but 2023 okay. was a... a, a Diarrhea hurricane. Yeah, it felt pretty rough. felt pretty yeah. rough. It, it was... Yeah. I had a lot of good moments. had a lot of lovely moments. Um, but it, it's... It wasn't fun. And it, we've always sure. strived, especially in, you know, like world politics and whatnot. We always strove to make this not a political podcast. And I think yeah. we succeeded. Because so we don't gonna, have to. Yeah. Because y'all, there's too many other places for you to look at. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. at least try to talk about some things that were good about 2023. Um, yeah. That's yeah, what, what I was reflecting. Think? That, like, yeah. even though, like, per, it was kind of like a personal apocalypse for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But goddamn, if media did not hit it out of the park, yeah, aside from the strike. Yeah, there was a lot of cool stuff. Like, the, the stuff that did come out. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff happening this year in the world yeah. of things that I watch and play. The world, the world of escapism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this was a oh, wow. dynamite my ear Do for you... escapism. Oh wow. Read... oh wow. Do you that... think that's why the media seemed so good? Because it's like, hey, this is not my life. Oh my god. Ooh, I just really we looking so, at this through like an apocalypse lens. There's always an argument, like as me especially, I'm 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 so into uh the fantasy genre in yeah. both in my books and my games and whatever. And that's like telltale escapism when people are sure. into fantasy. They're like, I don't want anything to do with this world. It's a different <laughs> one. And I'm gonna yeah. live in it in my head for a little while. Yeah. Um it does feel like that is what's happened worldwide, is we have gotten to the point where we're almost like it's like that scene in Wally when everyone's like in their own chair with their TV. I don't think it was because they got fat and lazy. I think it's because none of us could mentally handle the world crumbling anymore, where we yeah. all just signed up to be like, just put me in front of my shows and never talk yeah. to me again. And that's what yeah, I will yeah. do. Oh my God. <sighs> but yeah, so, so good, good media. That's what this is about. This is, this is about good this media. This is the good stuff. This is the good yeah. stuff. Um, so you had, I know, a bunch of, well, let's go through. We're talking about favorite categories. Where do you want to start? Yeah, so I don't have a huge uh, breadth of categories. I, For me personally, I jotted down favorite movie, favorite show, favorite mm -hmm. album, favorite mm -hmm. song, and favorite video game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because again, like, so <laughs> speaking of 2023, I, I lost the ability to read kind of in yep. uh in the middle of july so yeah, I, I i was halfway through uh fairy tale the stephen king book and then i just started listening on audio and then after that i i read one brand new book on audio and i can't so i i have read one book that was released in 2023 i guess technically it's my favorite and my <laughs> least favorite but i'm oh, good, it's not perfect. my favorite so yeah right so so that doesn't oh. count um, yeah. You are a consummate reader, so I, I don't know. Am. Do you want to start with like sure, favorite I'll, book, I'll do... and then you can do that one, and then we can do yeah, like yeah. categories so that we both have one for. So the problem is, is I'm always behind the trend on like stuff. I never read sure. things as they come out. 
So my favorite books I've read this year were not mm. written close to this year. So let's go with, with, with <laughs> yeah. I'll give you one that was here, just because I have it here. Oh, uh, you have it. Ooh. I have both of them. It just happened to. Nice. <laughs> um, I really loved for my favorite book I read this year was Psalm for the Wild Built by Becky Chambers. It is especially in our, but I think this was published in like 20. 2016 it says it doesn't count that doesn't count no, no, it does. i got one that counts don't worry i don't <laughs> we don't want to get sued zach i know this is the hardcover version so it doesn't have the print date on it um but no it has the it, print date it's open it up it's in the it's like the first page oh, the come page. on don't I you remember bibli bibliography read. class i don't remember it because i never <laughs> had to do one again 2021 okay it's not that old I yeah. thought it was so. But Return uh, Song for the Wild Built by Becky Chambers is a uh, vision essentially of a uh, not, I don't want to use the word utopian, but a um a a solar punk future in which we have so where humans were terrible and uh -huh. we solved a lot of our problems when it came to the environment, sustainability, AI, all that fun stuff. Where mm -hmm. now we are living in these communes, where um, or not communes, these these great cities, but everything is hyper sustainable. Um, there's no more motor, like there's a couple electric motorbikes kind of tooting around, but there's no like big transit or anything. It's very okay. lovely, and it follows. Uh, everyone has kind of like chooses a discipline um, of what they want to do, and there's this follows a tea monk. Her she is a type of monk who her whole job is to give people tea. T-E-A, a tea -E monk, okay. She does tea ceremony. She, she rolls into town on her wagon. She, or, uh, or they, they give the person tea, of like, you know, whatever. T they listen to their problems, and then they're like, okay, I think this type of tea will help this and this and this. And then they, they kind of become like a therapist and an apothecary at the same time. It's just and a like barista. a big, it's just yeah. a big stress relief for anyone. Um, anyway, this main character, tea monk, um, has an existential crisis that they don't know what they want to do. If they want to do this, do they care about anything? You know, your sure. normal. That's perfect for 2023. Jesus, yeah. And in this world, the uh, um, robots uh, became sentient and up and left like 200 years ago. That's what kicked off the solar punk revolution. Is all of a sudden all the robots working in the factories became totally sentient, and instead of murdering all of us, that's they just novel. Went, they just no went. One, yeah, the singularity is go. us going. We're gonna go. This place sucks. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. Did. And they just that's walked off. Cool. They all left and they walked off into the woods. And they had a yeah. treaty with man because man's like they're gonna kill us. They had a treaty with man. They're like, hey man, we just want to leave. This is this sucks. Yeah. we're all gonna go. You don't fuck with us. Um, we don't fuck with you. Yeah, do not contact us. And they had a rule that they could not. You, we could not contact them. But if they ever wanted to be reintroduced, they could send an emissary and and come back. And the that sounds monks, like a good setup. It's yeah. so good. The team monks in the woods and they meet uh, and all of a sudden a, a robot walks out and they're like, Oh God, because the robot hadn't been seen in like a couple hundred years at that point. And like froze gotcha. and freaked out. And then they were like, do you, are, is this it? Are we, uh, are we talking to him again? And he's like, and the robot's like, no, not yet. Um, we, we actually, we sent something because we, we were, we're gauging whether we want to be reintroduced to humans. So they sent me as an emissary uh, and my job is to find out what humans want, and just the whole book and its and its uh, sequel is just fucking existential 
just insanity of trying to find <laughs> out what it is people want in life and from like an objective robots like thing and it is so introspective and so nice. heartbreaking and so good so that was my favorite i've read this year my favorite that came out this year was yeah. tress of the emerald sea by brandon sanderson which is an amazing little cozy fantasy where uh he said he wrote it for one it's in the cosmere brandon sanderson was one of the biggest fantasy writers of all time he has a a thousand books that are all interconnected through the same what he calls the Cosmere. This is one of them, but it's a standalone. It doesn't really have much to do with the rest of it. There's just a couple fun Easter eggs of people popping up. That's but fun. You can read it without ever knowing the Cosmere. Basically, he said he wrote this book with the idea that he showed his wife Princess Bride, which was his favorite huh. movie, which is my yeah. favorite movie of all time. <laughs> and he was so excited to show her, and she was not super into it and he's like what's wrong she goes i just you know why didn't buttercup go after him when he was captured by pirates and all and and brandon center just went oh fuck and basically just wrote this novel <laughs> from the i you know new characters new anything but based on the idea of what if buttercup went after him like when yeah he was yeah yeah pirates. yeah and it's so fun it's so good. i like so that, that was my favorite That's cool that was my favorite 2023 book <clears throat> okay so I guess I guess if we films or do you want to do albums yeah, yeah. or what do you want let's to do, do? Let's let's do films. 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 Yeah. You, you you're probably better with this because I I can't remember what things came out this year. I all. I also <laughs> had that same problem. Yeah. So the the concept of time has just getting been getting kind so of gummy. Yeah. And so like I'll think of something. It's like that was this year, and it's like you saw that two years ago, and it's like, fuck, I did see that two years ago. Yeah. Um. So I guess what it comes down to. I've always been a fan of animation and it kind of came mm -hmm. down to uh, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem yes. versus Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That was so good. I'm so it happy was, that was, that came through yeah. this year because that yeah. makes me happy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was so... I, just, I actually just saw that recently. Yeah. And I yeah. loved... They're doing something with the Spider-Verse movies where just the blend of styles and medias in it, where yeah. it, I saw someone right on, on like TikTok about it. And they're like, you can't tell me this is not the definition of cinema. They're like, we don't yeah. care that you don't like that it's about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But this is insane. You're no longer allowed to say it's just a cartoon. Yeah, um, it's and so as beyond somebody, that. Yeah, like growing up, like being into cartoons and yeah. comic books and stuff, it was gay, it was nerdy. And it's like, yeah. uh-huh, the Avengers made a billion dollars its first weekend. So now the fact that these things are not only, you know, not just shunned, the yeah. fact that like like Into the Spider-Verse, that won an Oscar, right? Ah, uh, no. I think it lost to, um... actually, let me check. I think it, it won lost best. It won Best Animated Film. Into for sure i think it did into the spider-verse oh into the spider-verse i thought you meant this year's one this, this oh no that's not out one. yet no well, that, that's not uh, the oscars haven't happened for 2023 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah i think i think you're right i think uh, i'm thinking of i was thinking of this one i was like oh, yeah but that's the um, thing like like into the spider-verse was fantastic yeah and i remember at the end of that you're just like what are you gonna do to like take this to the next level but without it feeling like mm -hmm. and then this happens and then you know like too much and it's like the first 10 minutes that's like the, yeah. the the da vinci vulture 
It was yeah. like, I don't understand what's happening, but I'm here for all of this. It was, um, they, they do that so much in, in, in fantasy where this yeah. was very good at building the world because, you know, they already knew that the spider verse existed. They did not know yeah. that this vast network of Spider-Men guarding the timeline. The multiverse. Exist. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. I love a good multiverse. And I think that's I what kind of put spider, the spider verse above the mutant mayhem because yeah. They have tried rebooting the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise as a show, as as a video game, as whatever. So They're many just times. They're fiending with this IP. They don't know what to they do did, with it. They did. And here's the thing. I think they may have gotten it. Okay. But aside from the four kids, because they yeah. got kids, teenagers, to be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That makes sense. And I believe April's character Everybody else is just a famous person. And on one yeah. hand, it's kind of cool. On the other hand, it's Didn't, like... Is this the one that Seth Rogen had a large... Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Seth Rogen, yeah, he he doesn't play a huge character. He plays either Rocksteady or Bebop. I think it's Rocksteady. I'm sorry, he, he plays Rocksteady and John Cena plays Bebop. And again, Beautiful. it's a lot of fun. Paul Rudd is uh, yeah. Mondo Gecko, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, Ice Cube is Superfly, which is like, all right, cool. Fantastic. Um, and like again, just like with Spider Verse, the animation style is something you haven't seen before. It's beautiful. Um, the, again, the fucking score was done by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. It's a fant- yeah. it might be their best score since Social Network. I don't I'm trying to think. Like they did a great much. job with Gone Girl. No, man, I gotta say, like at least for me personally, the Mutant Mayhem score. And again, that's how I, I got interested. Like I probably wouldn't have seen it. And then all of a sudden, someone was Tony Hawk of all people was like, "Yeah, you know, Trent was hanging out when we did this thing, and he's working on this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing." And that got picked up, and it's like, "What the fuck do you mean Trent Reznor is working on (laughs) that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing?" And it's like, "Well, they kind of blew the surprise, but yeah, they're doing the entire score." And and it was just like, "Huh." Um, But yeah, so I'm interested in that, but like. Spider-Verse, it's 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 too good. I love me. I love me an alternate universe thing. And like when they get to the spider citadel, whatever it's called, and it's just references, and I'm just drooling and pausing on every frame, and like, yeah. oh god, it was so much fun. Um, and the story is heartbreaking, and um, like I'm looking forward to seeing the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. The the director was just on a podcast. It's coming in 2026. 20, mm-hmm. um, that's in the works. I am more excited to see what they do with this third Spider-Man movie. Like, like I need to know as opposed to like, yeah, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is going to be fun. So, yeah, that, that, that for me is uh, unparalleled this year. For, for me this year, um, and I had to, like, look back through the whole list of what actually came out this year. Because, yeah. like, so again, saw a lot of great movies. None of sure. them were this year. Uh, yeah. Two that I did <laughs> see this year that I was excited. Because I didn't see a lot. I saw a bunch of movies in theaters this year. I didn't see a lot of 2023 movies. movies. Yeah. Maggie's kids movies, super, yeah. super into the movies. So we saw, uh-huh. like, every kid's movie that came out. Did you, you saw Mutant Mayhem, right? I didn't know. So my oh. mom took her to see Mutant Mayhem, and Maggie okay. asked to leave 15 minutes into it. But Maggie it's decides she's dark. scared sometimes of stuff. That's I understandable. Think, 
I think if I was there, she would have like made her way through it. But like just with with her grandma, she's like, yeah, you know what? This is enough. Thanks for the popcorn. I get that. No, 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 I get that. Yeah. Uh, So for me, uh, my favorite 2023 movies that came out were or that I saw, especially in theaters, was um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, Honor Among Thieves. That was a blast. It was just fun. I'm like a fun. I like fun. This is so like yeah, people right? try to get overly. So I'm a writer too, and and you know I've submitted some of my stuff this last couple months to literary magazines, and you know got rejected Snooty. as they should. Snooty so, people, but, yeah, but nothing, nothing I was offended by. But sure. then I started seeing like what people want in those types of magazines, and they accept. And this is the same in like film people. To, like I have so many friends who are film nerds, mm. and. I always used to equate myself with film nerds. And then I just realized that like, I'm a simple boy. I like a good story and a fun time. <laughs> yeah. I laugh or cry. And usually it, those are both two good things in a film, but I don't, it doesn't have to be the art house drama bullshit. It does not sure. have to be like the most profound. It doesn't have to be a Scorsese four and a half hour Epic or anything yeah. like that. It can just be a good movie. Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons well, it be a fun movie. Was, was just fun. Yeah. I had a great time. It's a great adventure. They had a lot of great nods to the um, D&D community, obviously. But other than that, it was just a good, straightforward fantasy like heist movie where they're like, yeah. steal this thing. And then, oh, we got double crossed. Oh, and it's fucking a blast. It's so fun. So I love that. And then because it was so hyped, it, I didn't see it for a minute. But I gotta tell you, the Barbie movie, I loved. I thought I had a great time yeah. in the Barbie movie. It was a fun. I, it was really smart. It was not yeah. where I thought it was going with stuff. It called anyone who like complained about it being like woke or anything. I'm like, it calls itself out all along the way. Like, it's yeah, so, exactly. They're not it, trying to slide anything. No, they're not trying to be tricky. In fact, the, <laughs> the fact that there is that monologue that she has where it's like, and, and here's the thing. Every woman already knows that everybody yeah. who's aware of what's going on knows that it goes beyond gender, but yeah. for the people that maybe didn't know that that is every single day for, for women out there. Yeah. Maybe and, that'll, you know, yeah. And really the, the backlash that came from Barbie of all of these fucking aggro dudes, yeah. all dudes just being like, this is bull. Like the fact that, the Barbie. I have to listen to Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro yell about the fucking Barbie Ben movie. Shapiro. And yeah, just yeah. Like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. And this is what yeah. you have to concern yourself with. And it's yeah. And also, you could tell. I'm like, no, these people have seen it. They just like, you know, they're like, oh, just another man hating movie. No, yeah. it actually yeah, yeah, yeah. dealt beautifully with the male relationships and toxic masculinity yeah. it painted yeah. it so well and how it's a problem for both of us and like it affects yeah. men just as horribly it affects women it's so fucking funny and good and that one line i always think about and and just start laughing where she goes to like the middle school like barbie comes to a middle school to see who she thinks is the girl playing with her but her, yeah for her daughter i'm not spoiling it you had time to see it anyway. yeah you should see it if you haven't you seen see it already. It. It's really like, good. Anyway, it's fantastic. There's just, one, there's just one joke where she goes to the middle school to see the daughter, and the daughter calls her a fascist, and she starts yeah. crying. And because Barbie is so learned, that's the whole thing. It's because she's a doctor. They, like she knows so much. Like, yeah. and she's like, "What she call me?" But she doesn't get like 
human culture. She's like, she called yeah. me a fascist. She goes, I don't control the railroads or the means of production. And it was so fucking like yeah. was, she's like, how does this even work? Oh, I loved it. I loved that movie. That was fun. I, that was fun. I wish it had been less hyped. I wish there had been less controversy. Yeah. And I had just seen it. But it was so overhyped that it was kind of like, was. how was it possibly gonna end, gonna live up to this? But no, that was a fantastic. It film. did. It just was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. It lived up to it, and it lived up to the Kate the, McKinnon. Come on, like every time crazy. she was on screen, it was like oh. that's, yeah. All the Barbies <laughs> were so good. They were all so yeah. good. Um, all right, what what other twenty twenty three first or bests are we talking about? The um, um, you had mentioned we, album. Yeah, so um, a lot of really, 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 really good albums this year. New Pornographers had a new album called mm-hmm. Continue as a Guest that was really good. Um, the National put out two fucking fantastic albums, uh, mm. which is also, un- I did not see that coming. Um, gosh, Fever Ray, Radical Romantics was was fantastic as well. The two that, that I, I listened to more of... Because that's the uh-huh. other thing. Like, you can have an album with, like, six really great songs. But the two that I just kind of let play more, it's really, really close. The first one would be uh, Last Man Dancing by Jake Shears. Okay. I'm a huge Scissor Sisters fan. And oh, okay. I guess yeah. they broke up without actually saying anything a couple years back. Um, no, more than a couple years back. But then in 2018, I didn't know about this. Jake Shears put out a solo album and it was like, oh, that's that's cool. And then this year he put out Last Man Dancing. And there's just so many great fucking tracks on that. Um, Voices is this really great duet with Kylie Minogue. Not really a duet, but like she's there and just kind of floating around. Um but like, there's a track at the end called "Diamonds Don't Burn," which is like the sexiest Bond theme ever. I love um, that. But the I wouldn't listen to the whole thing because there was some stuff that may have been a little too specifically made for being on club drugs at 3 a.m. Potentially getting sweat on by a drag queen. I'm fine with that, but I was listening. I'm going to blame myself for not being in that location. Yeah. Um, so again, didn't not like the songs. I, it was just, they were not made for me. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. that's why the one that I think I'm going to go with is uh, follow the cyborg by miss grit. Um, mm. Yeah. They are this, uh, I think uh, half American, half Korean musician from Brooklyn. And the album is kind of this concept album and it's it's just uh it sounds a little actually it sounds a lot like St. Vincent, which huge fan of St. Vincent. So yeah, Follow the Cyborg by Miss Grit was my like most played, you know, listened to the whole thing again and got it on vinyl, sat down, read the lyrics, looked at the liner notes, and like really got in there. Yeah. Um and the visuals that accompany it too. The, the they put out a couple of videos for um the track Follow the Cyborg and another one um but yeah so that that for me was kind of like my kept coming back to this you know there's a lot of emotion and catharsis on that as well so that was uh that was cool yeah yeah for me it was because i'm bad at um i'm a i'm i'm a thousand year old man uh, sure at least a couple of years behind everything 
So I was in being like, I knew exactly. I was like, these are the best albums I heard during this, you know, during 2023. Only to find out they're all like, did not happen in 2023. (laughs) Um, So I have to go with, just because I also discovered them this year, there's Mm -hmm. a band called the Oh Hellos, which is a, I don't know if they're brother and sister or just buddies, um, but it's a singer-songwriter duo but they're kind of like chamber pop where it's like that um there's a lot of like yelling a thousand people yelling the chorus type thing and like a chanty like a very a lot of reverb it sounds like you're in a concert hall it's very folky it's a big folk thing like I don't know uh, what you would call them what's kind of like mumford and sons was big on them and mumford like, and sons or edward sharp and the magnetic yeah, yeah, zeros yeah. all of yeah, those people yeah, yeah, had yeah. that era polyphonic spree it felt like that era had died and now sure these guys are are doing it again but now mind you back kicking and when i say bringing it back i was like oh they're for this album i really like oh 2015 oh shit (laughs) and then you're like and you're like oh no some of these came out in 2020 it's okay but the oh hellos are a they are so um fantastical is the world like like they really put me in like a like a medieval fantasy world where it's almost like court music esque, but it's still like very like almost like hipstery singer songwritery. That's and so specific. So I love good. that. I love and when genres get super duper oh, specific. Yeah, hyper specific. I think it's <laughs> called like I, I I just didn't know, so I started googling like fantasy folk just because I was like, and I have a whole playlist that is this esque. Oh, absolutely. I, I have to yeah, yeah, it all yeah. Because I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck this is called. It's just like, <laughs> but there's an like, entire community of it ready for you to just yeah, walk in. Like yeah. modern day royal court entertainment madrigals. Yeah, lots, yeah. Ta- tavern music. Lots of mandolins and, and oh, yeah, guitars yeah. with not enough <laughs> strings on them. And sure. Like... <laughs> the no string bass. Yeah. Yeah. And just a lot of stuff. And a lot of people singing, a lot of non singers singing along with things. And it's like, yeah. A lot of tambourine. Tambourine's heavy is there. <laughs> um, nice. And I love it. But they, they have, they've really like lit me up. And they have such deep fucking lyrics that make you want to cry. They have one that I'll, uh, they, a song called Boreas, um, where it's about, the song is basically about, do I, do I, it's, it's in the prettiest way of, do I keep going or do I end it all? And sure. Yeah. So super heavy topic. Um, one of the lines, it's, uh, it's. My back on the floor, uh, cold linoleum icing my growing pains. Uh, the ceiling fans making shapes, shapes again. My threads are coming loose. I'm just one spoon away from setting the ends of my hair on fire. If I'm kindling for a little while, at least I'll feel of use. And I'm just like, don't fight. Just heavy as fuck. And it's kind of like, like you always mentioned, um, they might be giants. It's very much that way where it is such a light, happy sounding song that you're just like crushing. And the whole chorus is her singing about um, how her body can, you know, feed a forest fire that will like change the soil and and sweep the forest floor and promote new growth and shit. And you're just like, fuck. There's another (laughs) line um, uh, lading on at the end of it. uh, uh, Like, I'm starting to think that all my working will all pay off. Like, what is it? 
so he, they're flip-flocking back and forth between um, thinking their hard work will, will all pay off to considering drinking with Molotov. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're just like, whoa. So there's that. I like that. Damn, that um, sounds 2023 as fuck. It is 2023 as fuck. Um, let's, do, let's do one more category, and then we'll do a little bit of news before the end yeah. of the year. Okay, well, um, coming off of... Uh, I can do a real quick uh, song of the year, and I don't usually have... Yeah, like yeah, a song of the year, just something you just keep coming back to. Um, I like Radiohead. I like a lot of Radiohead. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not giving them Radiohead, you know. Um, yeah. And then last year, um, just got Tom that. York, so Tom Skinner. That. Just that's okay. That that's we're, so you long. arrived here. That's okay. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. <laughs> Last year, uh, Tom York, Johnny Greenwood, both half of Radiohead, and then Tom yeah. Skinner, who's a percussionist and a drummer, um, they released a side project called The Smile and an okay. album called A Light for Attracting Attention. That album was incredible. And it was like the per- and like Tom York was like, I kind of wrote this in response to the pandemic and how like people are the fucking same like it doesn't fucking matter and just and it's like yeah so that was that was like by far head and shoulders favorite album of the year this year uh there's a song that they were they've been playing live and they released the studio version um called bending hectic and it's it's eight minutes it is an investment and the first third of it it's like there are drums there is bass there is guitar but there's no real BPM. It's like things are just kind of floating around. And then the first chorus comes up. And then at the start of the second verse, all of a sudden everything is happening in time with with one another. And then there's, there's, then there's like the whole song is basically um, driving along the Italian countryside, vintage sixties, soft top. We're approaching a bend. We're approaching a hairpin. I'm going to drive off the road. And then it's like, you know, I feel like I'm moving in slow motion. This is, this is such a, you know, if you have anything to talk, to ask me, do it now. Is, it, is, is there some, is it because we're getting older that all of a sudden the songs they're touching us most are the ones where we become closer and closer to death within the song? I, I, I think yes. I think I think that's exactly straight what up it is. answer is all yes. All all of the twenty somethings are like you know we're gonna party and fuck forever, and it's like yeah yeah. But now if we heard if we heard that we'd be like, can you please turn that down? I I'm know, trying I'm to such die. Such an old man, but I want to listen to the stuff about me slowly deteriorating yeah. into nothingness. But, but so the thing that does it, so the, the chorus is, uh, so the, the two verses about, you know, you know, beautiful day, I'm driving off, I'm going to decide to drive off this cliff. And the chorus is, um, I've got these slings, I've got these arrows, um, uh, I'm going to force myself to turn something like that. And then the second verse is kind of like, it's not even like I can save myself. It's I'm off the cliff. We're moving in slow motion. This is happening. And then the last, uh, the last line before the thing happens is I'm letting go of the wheel. And then just like these, it sounds like a million billion strings just rise up for like almost a solid minute. The first time you're listening, you're like, this is going to drive me insane. And then the chorus explodes and it is the most cathartic thing 
ever. And the thing that is missing most from 2023 is catharsis. There's been so much breath holding and it's like, we oh, fuck, been able what's going to gonna happen next? Yeah. There's been no release. Well, because so, we're also, you know, we're pre another election year is coming up and we're oh, just Jesus all and the fucking nightmare of that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like today we just had, again, we talk about like climate change. I saw a TikTok today where uh, some girl was like, Remember when we used to have snow days and now yeah. we just have random small, just small floods? floods. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, I do. Huh. And I was like, I remember so much because like, you know, I live in Connecticut and it was a stitch. I saw another girl. She was like, this is correct. I live in Connecticut. We're yeah. right. I have a theory that I that has no scientific backing, but I feel like Connecticut <laughs> is right at the perfect, like, like, uh, longitude just to be uh-huh. like, hey this is definitely this climate change is so noticeable my parents oh yeah yeah have a pond next to just the northeast in general it's so noticeable yeah like the late this lady was just like yelling and she's like people are saying like oh they don't believe in climate change or blah 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 and they're like oh they're complaining about about floods i used to have to walk to school in seven feet of snow and she goes (laughs) yeah but there was snow did you forget the part where there was snow and now there's not snow yeah. Now, now I have to swim to work for yeah. seven miles. Yeah. And it's like my parents have a um, a pond next to their, like across the street from their house. That yeah. when I was a child, uh, froze over entirely to the point where the town would send a guy in a bobcat, uh, which is like a little mini bulldozer for those who don't Oh, know. I thought you meant a guy like with a, yeah. a no, no, no. bobcat. No, like the li- Go like get the him, little, sassy. Like, mini- yeah. It's like a little, yeah, the little bulldozer, bulldozer things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bobcat <laughs> would go out onto the ice to plow the snow so everyone could go skating. Yeah. And that pond has not frozen over in at yeah. least 10 years. It is yeah. just why last year, my poor daughter, you know, she watches Frozen and sure. she's like, I want to make a snowman. Last year, <laughs> we had one snow, one snow that was yeah. enough. We got about three and a half, maybe four inches. Yeah. Um, to make a snowman, we ran out in the snow, made the snowman. She was so happy, and then it never stopped snowing. And then that snow turned to rain, and yeah. then killed that snow. Turned everything into within just within like four hours ankles. of making it. And it was just yeah. like fuck off. Yeah. This is so. I don't. I I love the winter. I love the cold. Yeah. I love. I love snow on the ground. Like I like yeah. people complain. I love the winter. I love it like that. I can't stand this, this chilly, not yeah. frozen, 55 degrees in December. Yeah. Every day. It is just this. I didn't agree to move to Seattle. I don't know why their winter is my winter all of a sudden. Yeah. Except for climate change. Yeah. Um, it's the same uh, thing. When I was a kid, September, you would have a jacket on. October, yeah. you would have a scarf on. And yeah. like October, and you get October snow. was like in there. You yeah, get snow in, at Christmas. You'd have snow days in school because it was yeah, snowing yeah. during school time. Yeah. And then it's like, now, I know it's silly, but I do feel bad for, there's two reasons, like uh, uh, New York school systems that a lot of announced where there will be no snow days. They will just go into hybrid work. Like, oh yeah, the kids <laughs> sign on your computer. And I'm like, there, the snow days were the best. You That's got woke not fair. up really early in the morning, yelled yeah. at by your parents to go shovel their car out because they still had to go to work. <laughs> we uh, don't get a snow day. Yeah. God, my every snow day was me being woken up at like 5 a.m. in the dark <laughs> to, to shovel. It was, <laughs> but then you get to like hang out all day, and it's like now it's like you're not getting a snow day because yeah. for one, because you have the internet not snowing, but for two, even if it gets to snow, fuck you. Sit down, learn, yeah. 
learn in the least learny way possible. Yeah. Just totally. Ah, this is uh, 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 world's ending. All right, 2024. Yeah. It's going to be so great. It's going to be great. It's time for nudes. Psst. What? It's news. Oh. Oh, money. Oh. Uh, well, we're going to get so, those nudes. It's never going to get them now. Um, let's do a couple. I got just a couple quick stories for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, so have you? There's, there's, there's Goodreads drama. Have you heard about this? So oh, there is I a lot not. of. <clears throat> so Goodreads, for those who don't know, is a insanely popular app for for readers to track what they read that year what they read every year to to leave reviews for books to do a tbr list it's just kind of like a it's a social media e thing just to be like this is what i'm reading this is all this stuff how could this go wrong and so it's a great (laughs) thing but one of the things that's that happens a lot is people will suddenly decide they don't like a book and they'll review bomb them um and just leave a thousand one star comments so what happens is that was happening for a couple of authors um in uh, that were a lot of they're all fantasy writers and they were all um, minority women writers and they all had Great. books being released in 2024 that was the caveat all of a sudden all of these books start getting review bomb they start getting one star one star one star one star books before not they're yet. released okay before they're released but if you get like an arc like a galley copy, copy you are yeah. able to do it so all of a sudden they're getting <laughs> review bombed um and but there's one author like in this tiny niche subgenre of like fantasy sapphic romance ish things going like i think that was i think it was sapphic romance i'm not sure okay um it's fantasy they're fantasy books they all okay <laughs> sorry i'm getting way ahead of myself the the they they came they're all fans of the raylo thing so raylo is a fan fiction fandom where they wish kylo ren and um ray got together it's fucking called Rayla. it is sure sure not the weirdest thing that's ever happened sure so a lot of so so in that in general fantasy romance is so fucking popular like oh, yeah. fantasy romance and, and a lot of it starts as paranormal fiction. romance was yeah. massive yeah, yeah. Um, and it all starts very fan fictiony a lot of the times. Very famously, Twilight, the Twilight series, yeah. uh, was a Fifty Shades of Grey fanfic that <laughs> she added vampires to, and then sure. developed it. So there's this one author named uh, Kate Corain, and Kate was also on these reading lists um, that, for some reason, was not getting review bombed. All of these accounts had the same names and they were all review bombing everyone. And then all of those same accounts left five stars on Kate, on uh, Kate Corain's books. Okay. People are like, this is fishy. These people seem to be bombing everyone, but her and her yeah. being lavish praise. Again, the book's not out yet. <laughs> Any of these books aren't out yet. They're all yeah. 24 books. And people started being like, Hey, this is weird. And then Kate Corain's like, I think I know it might be a maybe i'll yell at them and blah 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 anyway it turns out that kate crane uh made a bunch of fake accounts and was Oof. bombing the uh kate crane is white she was um uh, she was review bombing all of the female all of the non uh, minority 
authors that were in her genre and in the Goodreads list in attempts to make her book do better. And she got caught in a bold-faced lie yeah. uh, after denying it for months. And she claimed that it was because of um, some of the mental health drugs she was taking. And everyone's, mm. and all of a sudden, these authors were these authors gave up being like, yeah, but mental health drugs don't make you racist. Because yeah. these review bombs were also leaving like racist comments. And stuff. Yeah, alcohol doesn't make you racist either. It just everything yeah. just lowers yeah. inhibitions. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's like no, no, no. You are that. You thing. were racist. And now you can't. You're just hide racist it. on so, drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I just thought that was a very interesting thing where I'm just like, as an author myself, it yeah. is so terrifying to think no one's gonna like what you've written. Because they haven't even – oh, no, it's not even no one's going to like what you've written. It's that yeah. no one will read it because someone goes, e you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to review bomb you. There, there's, a, there's a level of people that think that they need a certain number of people to read it at that very second for it to matter. But I the mean whole, – the, 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 the written word is famously a forever fucking thing. Like sure. Your, books, your book is going to – your book exists even yeah. when – even if if it never sells a, a dime, yeah, the physical book is there, and your um, publisher will then try to offload the mad sheep, and you'll find them like once it's been published, it's been published. Even if no one buys it, those physical media it exists. They don't in light the them world. on fire. They'll yeah. get sent off. To They're not going to bury them in the desert like ET. Yeah, exactly. So I I just I don't, I don't I understand the fear, but I don't understand the fear of like this myth of being like, well, people can only read a certain amount, and I want it to be me. And yeah. it's like, but you... the, the other thing is, why would you give yourself five stars? That's like that. That's like that's like living in an apartment building and you uh, are a, an asshole and you shit in your hand every yeah. day. And then you go to the roof and then you just smear it on every doorknob but your own. And then it's... you go, guys. We have to do something about that, and it's like I know I was, you did what it. Made me mad was her. You clearly least. did it. She yeah, wasn't smart about it either. Where I was just like, if you wanted to play this real smart, what you give them all choose. Give yourself to, a one. She went to great, great, great lengths to make these profiles seem real. Like she, <laughs> she rated like you know sixty to eighty other books and like wrote reviews for them, just so like if anyone looked back and questioned, this was like real neuroticism. Yeah, but. My whole thing is like, okay, you, you had it all figured out, but then you get greedy at the end. <laughs> yeah. What you do is you review bomb the shit out of them, and then you still give yourself a bunch of one-star reviews, but yeah. less one-star reviews than them. So slightly less, just so slightly it doesn't less, stand out to, as just to tweak yeah. the ratio a little bit, and people go, "Oh, this is the best." Anyway. That's the Goodreads drama that I'm sure I told in a very interesting way. Now, more <laughs> importantly, yes, I'm not good at summarizing events. I need to be, <laughs> this is not my strong suit. This sure. one I want to summarize. Uh, Doritos released a nacho cheese flavored alcoholic drink. I don't want to be here <laughs> anymore. It is a, a nacho cheese flavored spirit. Um, it, it, they are partnering with a drink company called Empirical. It is going to be a 42% alcohol thing. So it is a spirit. It is a liquor. It is not a, a beer. It's not it is a not beer. a seltzer. It's not a fucking, I don't know what the shit it is. They claim that they have extracted um, the essence of Doritos through vacuum distillation process. Okay, so uh, bullshit. Okay. 
Um, and it's not in the traditional whiskey or gin category, they say, but they think it's a new drink that might be best enjoyed in a margarita, uh, Bloody Mary, or even an old fashioned or just neat or overnight. just neat. Just drink yeah. it in your car. Uh, what throws me off about it is it does never says what type of liquor it is, which just means it's grain alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It tastes <laughs> which, like cheese. What just, what what is that horrible? Uh, not Merlot, Malort. I've, I've never of, had Malort. But I've I never think, had it, but like I remember seeing yeah, yeah. on TikTok, there's a bartender like the biggest challenge is like we're gonna make a drink with Malort that doesn't taste like poison, and I've seen it. It's never been able to happen. So here's the thing. Yeah. If somebody can find the perfect use for Malort, they can find the perfect use for fucking cheese flavored grain alcohol. Whatever. The world I, is on look, fire. They had mentioned make your cheese drink. Like enjoy they had yourself. Bloody Mary. And I went, yeah, you know, a nacho cheese flavored liquor and a bloody Mary. Because sure. It's hard to because Bloody to Mary picture. is basically marinara with vodka sauce with vodka exactly. in it. So fuck it's it. hard it's hard to imagine a, a like savory liqueurs or liquors. Um, until you uh, have it and you go oh i have but like we did that in um when i was bartending i remember specifically we we would do a bacon bourbon where we had where we we put bacon it was actually the most disgusting drink (laughs) because the way this works is to make bacon flavored bourbon what you do or bacon infused bourbon what Uh you do is you cook a bunch of bacon the bacon does not go in there you put you you take a a big old jug you fill it halfway with whiskey and then you fill the rest with bacon grease which then solidifies into an iceberg of fat and then you let that iceberg of fat sit in the liquor for a couple days like at least overnight maybe one or two days and then you strain it through a cheesecloth and then you serve it in bloody mary's is what we did so um i thought you were gonna say you get bacon and like light it on fire and put the put the fire out with the glass oh, so no, it kind of gets no, that no, just no just chunk of just straight like a, a fat berg like the kind they warn you about in the <laughs> new york city uh, <laughs> the kind they warn, warn you about in the new york city sewers it's just yeah. fucking yeah, yeah it's it's like a rat king made of fat and oh, alligators yeah it is so funny jesus god uh, it is but hey, hey if people like that and that works I mean, here's the thing. There is zero chance I'm not trying it. Like, I know me personally, and I'm not even, a, I don't drink much anymore. Like, yeah. I've, I've severely cut down. I actually saw a thing today where, like, all the li- liquor companies and wine companies across the world are freaking the fuck out because millennials and Gen Z drink far less than their counterparts do. Sure. And yeah. that's because, and I saw someone uh, talk about it, and she's like, yeah, because they're, because we, as adults, we're starting to realize that it's poison. Yeah, that it has no. Goes, it's always been poison. Yeah, it's always been poison. We're poisoning <laughs> our. It's ethanol and sugar. That's what we're doing to ourselves. And it's yeah. always just been us poisoning ourselves just the right amount for fun. Yeah, like, that's the. That's what now, we've done as humans this whole time. Here's the thing. Part of me is like, way to go, way to smarten up. But then it's like, yeah. instead, we're gonna vape. I, you know, and you know how I could tell that the big difference was. Is when yeah. I started doing marijuana, mm-hmm. doing marijuana, that narc thousand years old. Yeah. When I started doing the when marijuana. I started doing marijuana joints. Oh, uh, but when, oh, no, man. when I started, like I, I especially, you know, I mostly did, I mostly do edibles. I'm not that into smoking. But when I started using cannabis regularly, yeah. 
I realized how fucked up it was every time I was ever drunk. Where all of a sudden I was just like, I was, I was high and I was like, oh, I feel great. Mm. My anxiety and the inhibitions that I was trying to kill with, um, with alcohol, with booze, those yeah. are tamped down, those are gone. <laughs> um, but I I'm do find myself full... becoming racist though, because <laughs> drugs make you racist. <laughs> they do, according to Kate Brown. But no, yes. I, you all of a sudden feel yourself being like, oh, I feel, I, I feel all the release that I wanted. But I'm still a hundred percent in control of my body and my yeah. faculties, and like I, I, I'm not I'm groping here. anyone. <laughs> when all of a sudden you realize, like, I was like, every time I was getting wasted, I was like, I didn't have any control. I was just flailing around because my body was fighting for its life. Yeah, <laughs> my, yeah. my brain was us. just losing neurons. And like, yeah. Oh yeah. my god! But that's hey, is what it is. But I will try the Doritos uh, whiskey. <laughs> I mean, Spirits. I haven't tried the Van Leeuwen's Kraft Mac and Cheese ice cream or the oh, ketchup ice cream. I did have it when they had when Van Leeuwen did a uh, uh, Hidden Valley Ranch. I did oh, have the ranch God. dressing one. It's not great. It wasn't great, but it yeah. was. But at least ranch is dairy based, so it didn't feel like that crazy. Well, Kraft, it, Kraft it felt... Mac and Cheese. That's that's yeah, yeah. cheese. Those yeah, are dairy based. I'm fine. Listen, I'll taste anything in an ice cream. I think then, for me, it's the texture and temperature of ice cream and then yeah. tasting ketchup. You know, it's it's like so that feeling feel? of like pour of like, I don't know, something. It's like you think it's salt. It's sugar. Or you think it's whipped cream. It's sour cream. Oh, like yeah, yeah. you're and ready for something. Your whole thing. Yeah. It fucks with what your about, brain. You like ketchup potato chips? You like ketchup potato chips? Uh, I do because it doesn't taste like ketchup. Just like prawn no, cocktail doesn't taste. Yeah. It, it tastes like cocktail sauce. And yeah. cocktail sauce is the reason we eat shrimp. To get the cocktail sauce into us in an acceptable way. Otherwise, I just have a little flask of like. I, I've tried to have ketchup and horseradish on my own, but it's really frowned upon. <laughs> so yeah. They're just like, yeah. Yeah. You got to dip a creature in there. Exactly. Like it's like, w what if I get some spiders from the bottom of the ocean and pour oh. the ketchup and horseradish on that? That's okay. That was a 2023 thing where the whole um, the shrimps is bugs meme, which is just a bunch of Gen Z kids realizing that shrimp are basically bugs. And the meme just, just realizing. Became, the, the meme just became like people going, yo, shrimps is bugs. They're <laughs> bugs. And it was really funny because it was just repetitive and stupid. Yeah. But also... Like, yeah, people are like, oh, these are, how is, th and there was just like a shrimp next to a cockroach where they're like, how is this a bug and not this? And I'm like, it kind of, there's sea bugs. I have yeah. no issue with it. There's that a tube full of shit out. in them too. You got to peel that out. That's aces. Yep. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, you can leave it in. It doesn't change the taste all that much, but every now and then you get like a weird texture thing and you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? Oh, that's that's feces. I'm eating, oh, I'm eating sea spider feces. Exactly. You're like, no, yeah. no, yeah. yeah more cocktail more, sauce, more cocktail sauce. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah 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 this could be great let's take a break let's take a break oh. here, here, here's a sponsor that's real have you ever wondered what it would be like to hear tony award-winning voice actor paul guyatt count down all the numbers from 1000 well wonder no more introducing from 1000 featuring such classics as 828 828 233 233 9 9 and more from 1000 now available everywhere warning utilizing from 1000 as a sexual aid may lead to super handsome babies and utilizing from 1000 as a sleep aid may lead to dreams containing super handsome babies 
Ask us questions. We know a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. A lot of things. Um, we. This is our last uh, questions of the year, and I didn't yeah. tell everyone this was going to be the last questions of the year. So people gave good questions, but, you know, not like... <laughs> end of the year not, questions not final question yeah yeah i know so well, the problem um, would have been like what's your blah 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 of the year so i think we covered yeah. that right yeah oh yeah i think we did most of it so yeah. um we got a couple good ones we do uh, i always like to highlight ones uh, sent to our email um we have anita ledunf i think is how you say it she's from germany excellent um, i apologize anita if i good night anita he knows what he's saying I can, yeah I can, yeah, I'll tell the you. Treisen deine Blätter. I really enjoy going to Germany, mm. and every time I tried to say anything in German <laughs> to anyone in Germany, they immediately yeah. went, "We speak English." We Please speak don't. English. And I yeah. was like, "Okay, okay." So I, yeah. I got no practice. The second I would, I'd be like, "Like you know, guten Morgen," and they're like, "What do you need?" I'm like, yeah. "Okay, sorry." Da, 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 Please. They're like, "Nice Please try, don't. nice try, yeah. <laughs> nice try," and I'll be like, "We appreciate Danke. the effort." And they're like. Yeah, they're like, I'll be like Donka Shane, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Ferris Bueller, very good." And I'm like, "No, I'm doing the right." <laughs> no, that's what we do. I yeah. did it, but anyway, um, Anita wrote us a couple of great questions that I think are fun. Excellent. Um, so I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna. She's gonna get multiple just because I want to go through them. They're fun. Cool. Um, so Anita first asks if offered to you for a job or as a gift. So that changes the stakes, but yeah, would you? Want to go on a one-week survival trip with a professional guide and fully immersed yourself in the experience, a.k.a. you built your shelters, hunted your own food, fishing, and would you be able to enjoy it? Um, I'll answer that. For me, personally, really quick. Yeah, I used to teach wilderness survival for the Boy Scouts. Um, I really enjoy this thing. And if I had a guide, because I'm really bad about like vegetation and knowing what plants are edible, so yeah. I'm, uh, if a guide, that's even better. For me, it would be very, very enjoyable. Uh, Paul, you would have an entirely different experience, I think. So, you know, people say, get out of your comfort zone. Fuck those people. It's comfortable here. Mm -hmm. It's the comfort zone. So technically, anything outside of the comfort zone is the discomfort zone. I'm going to stay in the comfort zone. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And I think that's, you're allowed to. I know right? that a lot of, I have a lot of friends who are like, I'm very outdoorsy. Sure. Um, but it's Here's not. The, hang on. I, I do want to clarify. I will go outside and stand in the rain. Like when oh, it would yeah. be like a nice, like one of my favorite, favorite times of the, of the year in the city is uh, the February where it's, it's cold and like it's, it's blowing rain into your face it's not pouring it's just like a constant mm -hmm. spritz and i got a nice warm hoodie and like i know mm. that when i get home i can just take that off and dry that I and know. i know i'm on my way home i would walk miles in new york i love that so i, I like certain, that I, I think a certain type of person um myself included has co-opted the term outdoorsy like it's actually something i don't oh. like about like the 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 outdoor industry especially like yeah and gear and whatnot sure because i like camping i like hiking i like that sure but that but those aren't the only way to be outdoorsy you can yeah. as you said just enjoy being just outside walk through and New York then City. going to sleep you shouldn't yeah. have to sleep on the ground no. in order to be like i'm outdoorsy yeah. i happen to enjoy it it's a thing i like to do 
Um, but yeah, it's I like that question. Yeah, for me, no problem. I would go on Survivor in a second. I would do the yeah. I would do every Survivor <laughs> survival TV show you can think of, with the exception of um, Naked and Afraid. Um, yeah. I don't want to be naked. I, it's just it's the the nudity is what looks like it sucks. You can't be comfortable. You can't even sit down anywhere. Like I need a. Jerry one Sunfield. of the first things they do is they yeah. make clothes. Like half of them, like most of them are naked the whole time. There's a good amount of them. The first thing they do is like I made I made uh, sandals. Uh, I made like a yeah. one club thing. Like Jerry Seinfeld had a joke about that about how it's so awkward to be naked, and he said, "If if we could just have pockets." Yeah, it would be okay to, to be hands. naked because it's yeah just somewhere to put my hands and it's <laughs> like that. yeah well done yeah i love that <laughs> um okay second question from anita which i really wanted to bring up because this is going to make you smile <clears throat> okay question for paul okay i love the movie you and me especially the car scene earlier on how wow. much of that how much of the dialogue in the movie was improvised? And can you share any funny anecdotes from filming? So a lot of it was scripted, but mm. what we would, well, first off, thank you, Anita. That's crazy. I know. Isn't that fun? I saw that. I, and I I'm know. Just like, oh, that's the so stuff that tickles us. Few yeah. people that have sought that out and seen that, but that's, that's so, that's so crazy. Um, Anita from Germany. Love yeah, that. that's so that's so cool. Um, so one of the best things about the the director Alex is that he is a huge, huge fan of films and filmmaking. And so when he got Hillary, who's the lead, and I together, one of the, the audition. So okay, I knew Hillary in high school. I was the blind kid, and she was the deaf girl. Um, because I missed most of my eighth grade year for eye stuff. And rather than get into the subtleties of it, you know, Florida high school in the nineties, it's like, Oh, he blind. So it was kind of like, Shh, I'm Jeez. not, but okay, let's just do that instead. Um, and she is uh, profoundly deaf, I believe is the term. So she can hear bass. So sometimes she could actually hear my voice, which is kind of fun. Um, so the audition, aside from reading a couple scenes, was just kind of like just having a conversation, catching up. And like Alex was like, all that was a part of this. So there was definitely times when, uh, you know, we would do a couple takes of like as written and then a couple takes of like, hey, this is you. This is your character. So just add to it. So, yeah. Um, let me see. So the first thing that pops up, uh, it's not so much a funny story, but it definitely stuck with me. So... Uh, real, real quick, just for anyone who hasn't, we probably should have done this at the beginning. Um, uh -huh. give, give, for those who haven't seen it, what's a quick synopsis of what Okay, yeah, quick synopsis case? of you and me. Um, a recently blind man, he, he's blinded in an accident, um, meets and sort of starts a relationship with uh, a deaf-from-birth woman. And it's uh, that's really the heart of it. It's It was honestly a romantic drama. And that is so outside of my wheelhouse. Like, I have mm -hmm. done dramatic acting before, but you've heard this podcast. I'm a fucking idiot. So not only that, I sing in it. I, I, I actually it sing. Yet, so I didn't know you sing in it. I, I sing. Awesome. And and D.D. Jackson, who was the composer, um, I believe they only had to, like, auto-tune something like 5 or 8%. Great. 
yeah. which I was astonished at because I am not a singer. I can talk real well. I can kind of carry a tune, but you know. Um, so yeah, so it was so far out of my comfort zone because like anything comedic, I can do that. I can write that, whatever. Something, you want a villain? Oh boy, the anger broiling inside me from being a New Yorker and all this you know, life in general, got that for you. But like, can you be a romantic lead? And mm. I think I fucking nailed it. I think I did a real good job with this. Um, but awesome. yeah, so um, because it was shooting in L.A., we shot from middle of July to, uh, to middle of August in L.A. Actually, I'm sorry, in Altadena, which is near Pasadena. Um, all the Dinas. All the Dinas. Every single Dina. Um, I... I, I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to go pescatarian for this. I'm going to get a colonic. I'm going to do the whole California thing. I didn't get a colonic, but I did go pescatarian. So mm. um, went pescatarian, uh, which is just eating like like everything except for meat, pretty much. Mainly yeah. fish was my thing. So a lot of sushi, you know, uh, shrimp, lo mein, things like that. Um, the two food groups. Um so the two best food groups. the two best food groups the low main food group and the sushi food group um so i had had no meat for something like 3 weeks probably more than that um and there was an e there was an evening shoot where um one of the crew made us this delicious dinner because my character uh was tony was supposed to cook dinner with ella and so we're sitting there and just kind of talking and improving the scene and while we're eating. And it was this delicious, like, arroz con pollo, chicken and rice kind of thing. Um, and everything was fine until I got back to the house I was renting. And I shit so hard and so long because I had not had any meat for like a month oh and a half. And and it's not just like, oh, I haven't had Anita, meat, I'll just have some is, meat. Anita, this is the antidote you were looking for. <laughs> and I apologize, but this is... Uh, yeah. Yes, Paul. I will say, even though it was a, a beautiful, romantic film, it's still Paul. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but luckily all that was taken care of and like, you know... Yeah, yeah. And it <sighs> didn't happen on set? No, so, no, know. no. It was at the end of the day, you know, it was, and it was like on my way, you know, being... Because again, I don't have a license, so I was being driven back to where I was staying. On the way yeah. back, it's like, I wonder if you drive a little faster. Um, <laughs> it was... That. Yeah. But no, so it was... Yeah. Not with not with not with poop, but I um, was feeling really car sick. My daughter yeah. asked me to sit in the back seat with her for a long car ride back after we had just been to a Christmas party and had a very large meal. And yeah. then she immediately got on her like little tablet and watched a movie and wouldn't talk to me. So I was sitting in the back of the car it's like, for great, no thanks. reason <laughs> and just getting car sick. And I don't get car sick that often, but I was yeah. just so full that my body didn't. And that's when you get to the point where like I rolled down the window at one point. You just start I'm, gulping I'm, air. Yeah. I'm like, <sighs> can't throw up if I'm like, breathing deep. Yeah. And Maggie's like, can you roll up the window? It's like, Daddy can't, Daddy can't yeah. right now. It's like you don't want nope, him to. Nope, nope. It'll be this much is worse. Happening. This is happen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but uh, okay. there were a, a a bunch of really great stories, but that's the one that kind of came to my mind. I guess the other one yeah. is Sally Struthers, who played my mom. Incredible, top to bottom, amazing woman. She's a literal fairy godmother. So she's great. That's so lovely. That's yeah. so lovely. But yeah, Nita, thank uh, you so much. Wanna, that's that's yeah, so crazy. I wanted to make sure that we asked you that because I was like, that's fun. And I know like 
you know, you and I are in a similar position that we do a lot of jobs that we're successful at that you know, yeah. we're not exactly writing home about and we're proud of. So it's always fun when the one thing you did put like a lot of heart and soul yeah. into gets recognized. You're like, yeah, thank you. Like, That's there's crazy. Still things to this day that I'm like, if you brought like certain jobs up, I'm like, thank you. Anytime anyone mentions the dream stocks, the comedy band, I, used to be in, <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm always just like, thank you so fucking much. Cause I really met, I really liked that. Dude, dream stocks um, was so much fun. I think I ended up seeing you guys between your shows, QED and our bar. I must've seen you guys like half a dozen times. And I think you performed with us at least twice. I was in the once definitely we put you I know we put you when we had a residency we put you in a QED yeah oh yeah yeah. and I was a kerfuffle the clown yeah yeah yeah. one of them yeah so Uh, QED what a what a fun weird accepting space yeah if you ever want to go to a cool like all like comedy music venue whatever you want to call it QED in Astoria yeah it's a great place that's a plug yeah that's a plug that's a first plug Bear Burger's and, near there, too. Bear Burger's delicious. Yeah, get some Bear oh, Burger. Get some way. Bear Burger, go see QED. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Let's do one last question. Yeah. Um, again, these aren't the end of the year questions, but M Heels, just because I thought this was interesting, asked us, what are your preferences in partner height? What feels more comfy? So... It's funny asking any of uh, uh, me and Paul, uh, like, preference or anything. We're both very married men. Yeah. Um, but I've been with Christina it, since 2000. We've been together for 23 yeah. years. Yeah. I've only been to get me and Laura have been together 12 years. Like, which, yeah. you know, not as much as Paul, but a long fucking time. Yeah. And it's very interesting. But also, I think the question is more of because of our height, do we have a preference? And the, for me, everyone's smaller. Everyone. So it's, it's not that I have a preference. They just are. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I don't have. Like I, I, we'll notice if it's like, if we yeah. go to hug someone and it's like, oh, I'm not completely bent over. You yeah. must be tall. Yeah. I remember I was friends with um, um, a girl who uh, was you know on the volleyball team and all that. And we worked at a summer camp together, and people were always like, "You guys are both tall." And I was like, and I forgot she was. I'm like, oh, I guess she is tall for yeah. for a lady. And like. Because, you know, right away, especially working at a summer camp, all the kids are like, are you guys married? Yeah. And we're like, we're 19. We're not yeah, married. we're 19. Fuck you. We're 19, you. and this is the North, so we're not married. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, uh, weird little kid. Yeah. But um, but that, I, 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 I learned that I realized I don't know when other people are, like, are considered tall or anything yeah. like that because they're still so much shorter than I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, if I met a six seven woman, I, I could give you, which I have, I've met, I've, I have actually met women who are like six foot six. I was going to say like in the industry, like you've probably met super tall women. Oh yeah. 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 And I've, I've, I've met multiple of them and I can, it's like a light bulb goes off that this is a tall person. Yeah. But I don't, it's I'm still that size. I don't know. I'm still the same size. So it's not like I've never had any, I've never met a woman taller than me by a lot. I think I've met a woman one inch taller than me, but I don't think I've met a woman more than six seven yeah um, so so like i don't i've never had to look up and and just you know i don't know i don't know it i met i would I, was... I would you know my preference is my wife is the yeah. end of that sentence yeah exactly. <laughs> it's my preference is my wife but in a in a generic do tall people prefer shorter people we don't have the biggest choice in the matter yeah really. 
because we're monsters. They have to pick yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't do the picking. We don't. No, no, no. no. We, we try and not smell. We try and not have blood mm-hmm. in our in our in our in our facial hair. And we try and get as clean as possible. To, and you need yeah. to seem as gentle as possible. Because yeah. everything once you're over a certain height, everything you do looks aggressive. Yeah. Like and where the wild things are. The, yeah, the, the, the Marcel Zama thing. Yeah. yeah we have to look am. as presentable as possible. Exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. got to, I always had to be very clean cut and very good. I always had great manners. Cause I'm like people, I can scare people so easily. Right. I just it's, need to yeah. like, it's like everybody is a deer. Me and walking just, into, yeah. Yeah. Walking into any public space yeah. is just me. It's like I walk in, even the store. It's like I walk in, I go, I will not hurt any yeah, of you. Exactly. I am no, not I here to rob. The problem is that kind of works against us because the first thing you hear from someone who says, I am not here to hurt you is like, clearly they're here to hurt us. Know, and they're lulling us into a false sense of like, well, obviously somebody who wants to hurt us is going to say they're not going to hurt every, you. Every now and then I want to lean into it though. Every now and then when I'm like not in a good <laughs> I am not going to hurt you and it's like, "Oh, he's <sighs> fucking going to hurt us." Yeah. Dude, I walk he's going to hunt us. <laughs> Cuz at at my like size and like height and size and you know, just big white guy <laughs> with a beard. If I put if I just put any sort of stank on my face, I yeah. am like a people are like, "Stay back. Yeah. Stay away from him." <laughs> He is, he's a crazy person. He's going to eat us. He's going to grind our bones. He's going to make bread. He's going to do all those things. Yeah. And like, we've read about you in that beanstalk book. Yeah. I know that's me, (laughs) but it's like, no, I would, I would absolutely like, um, not care what height my partner is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, I've, I've only met, I've, you know, if my, 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 Choice is my wife. If my wife was six ten, that would work. And if she was three four, that would work. Like, yeah. You know, it's it is what it is. One honestly, thing I'll say, yes, 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 please. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. I I like. I will say I am used to being the over arms on a hug, just oh, yeah. in general, just in general. However, when I hug, say you or another one of my tall male friends. Yeah. It is fun to just we got go a kind under. Of, yeah. I kinda, sometimes I just go under and I'm like, oh, wow. This, this is, is what this feels like. Yeah. I have talked so about nice. this so many times. I wrote a scene oh. for our bar about this that like oh. people love to hug us, but we and we never feel hugged. It feels like a barnacle no. on a whale. No, um, I feel like yeah. our whole friendship, Paul, was based on you and I seeing each other in the a reciprocity. Room and yeah, yeah, and yeah. We're yeah, just yeah. like we can just hold each other, and what me and Paul do to make each other feel equal is you do yeah. the you, you lean to one side and you do the one arm up, one arm down. That way, you both get cuddles yeah. and be held at the same time. Oh. And it is the most first of all, for us. It's very Love gratifying it. for people mm. who see it. It is the most heartwarming oh, moment. Yeah. And again, if one of us walked in and was like, I'm not here to hurt you, be like, watch that guy. If we both walked in and just hugged, it is like melting. They're like, this is like when Film this Godzilla started fighting the same bad guy together. Yeah. It's like they overcame their differences because they're both (laughs) kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. It's a a thing to behold. Yeah. Oh, but so the thing I was going to say, um, every once in a while, uh, like if Christina's on a, a step stool or if she has like huge boots on for whatever reason, mm-hmm. hugging someone that has been your partner for 
more years than they have not when they're at a different height oh it's weird if that to me feels very strange because it's like i shouldn't be sharing this intimate of a hug with someone who's like you're supposed to fit down here so that is kind of odd laura has a couple pairs of like very high heels that she'll wear for like certain events yeah yeah it is always like all of a sudden i'm like oh you smell like my wife yeah exactly like it's the arms it's all of a sudden like you guys are lacing higher up hers is like over yours for some reason you're like it's weird. still like not curl. it's still like your arm needs to go underneath but yeah it's, but like but, but all of a sudden feels... you're like oh this they feel like a different person it is that's wild. what it is they it, feel like a different it's person just like a wholly yeah. different human being so yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay i think i'm into this yeah uh well well <laughs> ladies and gentlemen yeah we, that brings us to an end of um this season of the season uh fifo chums we're yeah. gonna be taking a break for a while Hiatus, hiatus, hiatus is better. Yeah, azura, avoir, an avoir, an avoir. Yeah, you don't say goodbye. We're having an avoir. Yeah, because um, yeah, we're gonna we're we're taking a break for a while. Um, we really truly appreciate um those of you who listen. This show has always been a lot of fun for me and Paul to make. Yeah, and we didn't always have a goal. Yeah, yeah. You but guys, the, the goal I, I, was to just talk and like and like hang out and stuff. It wasn't totally. like we never and the, and offered and no. like did we have anything at all to offer aside from we're so tall and check out my scars on the top of no, my head? I, yeah, we our whole um our our whole basis of a podcast was that we were both tall. I yeah. think you can't we came up with a name and then we came up with the slogan that they that we were over 600 pounds and 13 feet of podcast yeah and then you and i threw up our hands and went well that's a podcast we put a lot of work <laughs> and the theme song again i'm i'm and so the theme happy song. you wrote the theme song in your dream you came yeah. up with a dream that literally which happened. is way better than the yeah. one i was working on because one i was working <laughs> on was really like like it almost sounded L- like, like an italian it sounds like very much like that it was very much like like that. a so caraba's like, birthday song yeah exactly just a <laughs> bunch of straight-faced waiters holding an ice nice. cream with a sparkler it's in melting it. yeah it's like i wish we could sing faster but we can't your ice cream uh, cake is going to uh, be chili, the ice cream is going to be too today. warm and the, the cake is going to be too wet yeah oh my oh. god nothing um, like friendly's ice cream cake to just make everything awful god. I miss Friendly's so much. Friendly's, um, is we had one near us, and we would go there after when we were in high school. We would go there after play. That's a good time to go. That's a perfect time after plays in high school. Friendly's yeah. is one of the, was one of the few restaurants that they were very much a family restaurant. They did not serve alcohol. The, yeah. like you could not buy alcohol at a Friendly's. They had soft drinks and all. It was it, they they were, they entirely modeled themselves off being a family restaurant. Sure. So being you know. 16 7, 15 years old and can't go anywhere else like can't go to bar or anything we all would go and hang out at friendlies um we do friendlies and then like the local diner we went to oh, sure. two people. but for special things we went to friendlies because we found out that um they don't check if you they say it's your birthday so what we oh, would wow do, so you guys had a lot of birthdays that month and yeah. the way a birthday worked was yes they had um, you know, they gave you a little. They made the little clown Sunday. Do you remember that? Nice. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. They had uh, <laughs> they made a little face out of M and M's. Yeah. A little hair out of whipped cream, and then a the cherry hat was just the uh, was the nose. Cherry was there some? I think cherry was the nose. Yeah. And then the hat was um, ice cream cone. Ice cream cone stuck yeah, on yeah. top of the head. So you got that. 
But then it was also half price desserts on someone's birthday. Like, oh, you, Jesus. they were give you this, but everything else is half price. They did serve a um, a 12 scoop ice cream sundae called the Giant Crowd Pleaser, which was like $16 or in 2023, $48. $48, <laughs> yeah. $795, yeah. But we would get it for eight bucks and it was a 12 scoop sundae. So there'd be like eight of us and we'd all split it. And we got that every single time. Nice. So many times. Every thing, and we have to like start <laughs> keep track of it. We're like, who said it was their birthday last time? You know, because you yeah. like a yeah, yeah, because you don't want them catching on, and it, like as if they cared. Yeah. Hey, get out of here! Out, yeah. Um, that a friend of mine had a third testicle in um, a friendlies once. So, <laughs> so folks, thank you. So thank you for so much. Yeah, I know. That's that's a good caveat. That's but... a perfect caveat <laughs> to this season. Wow. I did. I did. I did. I did. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening who have listened. It is a it's where this is a weird little show. Yeah. And the you know, the, the, those of you who did listen, um, all really seem to like it and have great questions and enjoy it. And we yeah, love making you. this show for you. So thank yeah. you so, so much um we love you yeah so find, find us on other stuff zach you you're yeah. on instagram you're on tiktok i'm on instagram yeah, yeah. we're both on the things Come do you have a, do us. you have a link tree i don't i gotta do that That's i made a link thing. tree i love the link tree so yeah if, if you look that. for at paul guyette all one word on link tree at going back to music real quick at the end of the year every year i put together a playlist of music i couldn't stop listening to this year that's mm-hmm. coming out soon but yeah every once in a while you know, yeah, Linktree, man. I dig a Linktree. There's all types tree. of shit. If anybody does Discord, do yeah. If y'all look at the Linktrees, and this isn't the last time you're going to hear me and Paul together, we might hop on some Twitch together, play a little yeah. bit of games, have some fun. We're not out of each other's lives. We're just taking a break. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, we love you guys, yeah, guys so much. Thank you so much. And um, this is, I don't know how the fuck do you sign off for this, Paul? Like, you do the was... fucking theme song. You do that fucking oh, theme true. song. That's all you gotta do. Maybe just yell in the background or some shit. We will. Thank you guys so much for listening to FIFA Chums. And it didn't okay. play. Alright, we go. Alright, we go.